Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of Passion Behind the Voices. Man, I am very excited about this podcast. Like, I've already had a few people send me some things they'd like to hear discussed. And I just truly believe that God is going to do great things through the conversations that we have on here. But I just want to put a disclaimer out there. I am by no means an expert. I'm not a biblical scholar. But I do plan to use my experiences and just the things I've learned on my journey with God to just help whoever I can and learn from you all just as much as I can and just get a new perspective on things. And I believe that like as we talk about some very critical and real things in the lives of believers and just anyone striving for more, I feel like we'll gain a great amount of just knowledge and tools to keep moving forward. But I just want to thank you for tuning in. And I hope that you are blessed by today's episode. Okay, so let's dive right in. I wanted to kind of talk about the family dynamic that is seen in the lives of so many young people in the church today. The dynamic of a young person, for whatever reason, being the connecting point between their family and the church. Like it's something we see so often. I know everyone has that burden on them to win members of their family to God, but it's just something about being that bridge as a young person. Like for me, coming from a family that brought me up in church and the ways of God, it was ingrained in my heart to just serve God with all that I have. But as I grew up, it was hard to see life separate my family from God and from the church. You know, people that established me in my faith. I mean, given I grew up in the Baptist church and made a new step in faith, as an apostolic believer. So, I mean, you can see, like, you know, there's a big difference in my former walk and then my new walk with God. But it still didn't feel good to see my path kind of branch off from the rest of my family. Like, the truth that I found and, like, the new revelation I had received was different in some key areas from the way that I was brought up. So, I mean, it was difficult for me to go home and tell my family that I had, like, chosen a life different from my original upbringing. I found this path to be, it was, it was lonely. It was full of ups and downs on top of past experiences prior to what happened in my walk with God. I personally came from a broken family. You know, my mom and dad divorced when I was young. And a lot of that really stuck with me. And my own personal struggles made it even harder to deal with it. I felt as if I had to always be the one to fix it and hold it all together and bring God into everything that happened. I mean, I wasn't wrong, but as a young boy and like now a young man, it became such a heavy burden. And as I continued my journey as an apostolic believer, I desired to share what I had found and share the truths that I had, you know, with my family. But then I quickly realized that the life I was now living was not exactly what they wanted. Like the place I was in now was not the place they had expected me to go. And I just had to accept that. Like I was so passionate and ready to introduce my family to the truth of the gospel. But there was something that I had to realize. I had to realize that if I was going to be the link for them to get here to get to this truth, I would have to trust God and allow him to lead me on how to even go about it. I mean, like, like oftentimes we end up in a place where it's like, it's very hard to hold on to the promise God made us 
about our families because, you know, it's hard keeping our head up when we're going through so much internally, yet we still have to be a witness to people by the way that we live. I mean, it's not that you wanted to disregard that walk of God, but it's just wanting to introduce them to the newness of life you found in the word of God and to the new birth experience. Like we read Second Peter 3 and 9, and it talks about how God is not slack concerning his promises. He's long suffering. He doesn't want any to perish, but all to come to repentance. Yet we see the complete opposite in our personal family situations or so it seems. I mean, it seems as if it'll never come to pass. Like, God, time is winding up, and they're still not walking through the church doors. Like, I hear this so often. And oftentimes we speak from a place of weariness and doubt and fear. And, you know, I had to realize that so much goes on in life to simply test our faith and to believe God for who he is. You know, the Bible tells us that those who come to God must believe that he is and is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And, you know, as I read this, I realized that diligence is the key and speaking only what God tells us to speak, not speaking negative or out of doubt, but speaking life and speaking the promises of God over every situation. We see in Luke 18, a perfect example of this diligence, you know, uh, there was a widow who she continued to come to a judge like with a plea and time and time again, he refused and he kept refusing. But, you know, eventually he gave in, you know, there was resistance, but she saw justice and, you know, she she continued to bring her plea to him. And soon he, he gave in to her, 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 her request. And I, I've, I believe it works the same way with our families. I mean, I may have to keep praying and fasting, but at some point it's going to happen. When the resistance comes, I won't look at, it as a, look at it as a no, but as an invitation to seek God more. Sometimes, like, these situations get worse before it gets better. It's usually the darkest right before daybreak. So I feel like sometimes God wants to see if we'll trust him to fulfill the promise. And I mean, sometimes all we have to do is speak to those dead situations what God says. Like, you know, I read Ezekiel 37 and Ezekiel, he's 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 met with uh, a situation. He's uh, in the midst of a valley with with dry bones. And God asked Ezekiel, "Can these dry bones live?" And Ezekiel's response, it, it gets me every time. He, he tells God, he said, Lord, you know. In other words, I mean, I may not see purpose in this dead situation or in my life or in certain situations, but you know. I mean, you know what can come out of this situation. Like, I may not have the right perspective, but I know that you have a greater perspective than I could ever have. And so God begins to tell Ezekiel to prophesy to the dry bones, prophesy to the wind, and prophesy to the dead. And, you know, we end up seeing the dry bones become an exceeding great army. They became a unit with a purpose. And I look at this as sometimes all we have to do is speak the word 
and the dead things will live. Like I imagine uh, God saying, you know, Ezekiel, all I need you to do is speak. Speak what I say, speak and not your own words and watch the miracle take place. I mean, like even when you go home to that situation and it feels like there's no hope, you just simply speak the word, like find the promises of God and stand on them. You know, we often wonder if we're outside of God's will when it may not happen the way we think it should. But we have to keep in mind what God's will is. God's will is that none should perish. If he spoke the promise and gave a word for it, you you just stand on it. His words will not return to him void. It's impossible for God to lie. Even when we're broken and we're hurt from life struggles, God can use us to lead our families to him. Like He has to tell Paul that his strength is made perfect in his weakness. Sometimes you have to be broken and broken so much and weak that you have to look up and see that God is the ultimate answer. He's the ultimate solution. And, it, you know, if you look at our look at your family like and I look at my family, I realize that they can't and won't come until God draws them. No one can come to God unless the spirit of God draws them. God still has his hand on us all for this purpose, and he He won't let us down. He won't let you down. He won't let me down. Our brokenness, brokenness, it allows God to show people that he is always, he's always there whenever we mess up, whenever we're torn up, and he never runs from our, our rags. He leaves the 99 just to get the one. You know, we hear that all the time. He leaves the 99 to get the one, but it's so true. You know, he'll put everything aside just to, you know, see where you hurt, to to see where you've, you've fallen, and he'll pick you up and dust you off and be there with arms open wide. I feel like your broken brokenness is just an invitation for God to mend every situation in your life as long as you continue to trust him and stand on his word. And, I mean, we just have to allow God to do it. We have to be diligent and purposeful in prayer. We have to fast like never before. I mean, get your prayer group together if you have to and just refuse to quit fighting for the promise of God over you, over your family, over your ministry. I mean, you know, there would be times where I would I would go home from a service. I would, you know, I would go around and... uh some of my friends, you know, and I wanted to win them so bad and the situation looked so bad, but I still had to make up in my mind that no matter how it looks, I'm going to trust God. And I had to learn not to despise the family and the situations that God bla- that God placed me in. And I had to realize it's for a purpose and it's all going to work out for good. I mean, you know, like we quote this scripture all the time, Romans 8 and 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. I mean, if you just keep the faith and lift lift up, you know, everything to Jesus, you'll soon realize that he cares and his plans will prevail no matter what. Like no matter what it looks like, no matter what it's what it seems like, his plans will prevail. God is still God and that won't ever change. So, I mean, that's pretty much all for today. But, you know, it's just a matter of just trusting God and knowing that no matter what 
goes on in life, that God has the ultimate plan, the ultimate way of bringing our families to him and just seeing to it that every situation goes according to his plan. So I hope you've enjoyed everything that has been talked about. I know it's very touchy. I know I, I it wasn't very long, but I just encourage you to just listen and to just continue to take God at his word and to just watch him, just watch him work. Um, so, I mean, I love to hear what you thought about today's episode. I'm new to this whole podcasting thing, but I trust that it bless you. Um, continue to send in topics and questions. Um, if you have any more questions about anything talked about, feel free to direct message me on Instagram, post your reviews, share, and stay tuned for the next episode of Passion Behind the Voices.